0: Hey, Kurt. This is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelley Films, and, and you are listening, listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio.
1: Even hear about us? We just, you know what? He's, we just, he, how did do you do? from
2: the coach house?
1: So, so at some point, I told her, I said, he's, "There's, he's I said, retired.
2: I work." So I told her, him. I said, so I, let "I said, him do all I the said work there's this it. thing
1: called yacht rock." And the very first time I took her I didn't her to see you, she <laughs> says, "I didn't even know this was a thing." I said, "Stand by to stand by, and then, <laughs> stand by to stand, right, stand and by, and then, and then right like the wind, right? that opening song." Comes oh my over. God!
2: I was like,
3: she was, and then she was, <laughs> she was, was by. I was
2: like, I'm. <laughs> I'm in love. I want to watch this band all the time.
1: But how did you...
3: So you... What did you hear about on Facebook or something? We pay yeah. a lot of money on Facebook oh, yeah. targeted so, ads. Yeah. So, no, so, so we did. So it's see nice it, to hear that this is working. We see, it, we see it all.
1: We see everything you guys do. Yeah. yeah. What
3: yeah. was so, uh, the first one? I'd like to know, like, what was that bottle that Robert, washed up on the shore that made you decide? The, the, you know?
1: the, it, it, the uniforms oh, yeah. and your... Um, so on your thing where, where you guys are introducing yourself you yeah. guys are walking up the dock oh yeah 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 where you see our so, names yeah. and everything He's so so baba Bowie and his brother and and <laughs> <His> sailor <laughs> hawking oh yeah Baba
3: Booey. yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah so i'm looking at this we got okay. tommy boone and, and i'm guys. like laughing i'm like oh, yeah. she, didn't this a
1: a she, she didn't think she didn't like this was a thing i'm like oh right? my god okay.
2: you are a sister
3: like a certain live skin or something
2: oh i love it i love it and then as soon i was like oh i lost my voice and as soon as we left i'm like where so are this? we seeing so them we, again? So I so love we this. We didn't bring it tonight, but we got the hats and the glasses. Yeah, I, I just didn't. Oh, hey, I it. asked him, can I wear my hat? And he goes, I don't think this is Not the tonight. crowd. It's at a yacht club. Oh my God! Like, oh, but you never know. I'm they so,
3: might so be so handing sad. out hats. And there might be people I, who oh, brought hats. I have, hats. My, I have we got the hats. that. We the have our whistles. We have our glasses. We had to find out that Alex here had gone out with Dean, with Diane. They had gone out to see us play, and they had no idea that we we're going to be here tonight. Nice. And so, so where are you guys
2: w- going to be through the winter? Because so we crazy. can't see anything.
3: We've we got a cool. few holiday parties, have, actually. But you
2: have private stuff, right? let's
3: like, try stuff. you again.
2: Like, I already want to book it.
3: You got Saint Rock and Hermosa. Well, I think you know. There's a good chance at the beginning of December a viper room. I know it's hot in there. I know it's crowded, but you know. But you sell that every Friday. We do, it, and so you've got to jump on it. Like it's ridiculously fast. So,
1: so Coach House um, sucks for seating, but as far as your sound and stuff oh, and the lights and everything. gorgeous. And, Our and sound guy is so
3: awesome. House. He toured with uh, Fishbone and all these bands. He's so good. Um, okay, so I got to ask you. Okay, I love the fact that you, I was talking about Pablo Cruz earlier, and now here yes, you are with works. this shirt. Yeah, you work. And you happen to be, you know, fan, you know, or you appreciate like, just oh, God, the I language of the universe, yeah. love, right? love, love. Do you find that you follow your intuition? Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot? Yes. Now, this is what I've noticed. With the folks that follow their intuition, they're tuned into a similar radio station, so to speak. They, that, When they tune into their intuition, they follow the signs of the universe, the omens, the all that beautiful stuff. So when they see stuff like this, Pablo Cruz, a sign, purely a sign, you go, ah, oh, I got to pay attention to this. This is what brought me over here to talk to you guys. So it's like... When you see that stuff, do you find that it just keeps kind of proving itself to you over and over and over again? Yes, yes, yes. Because because
1: here, and here's why. So we we own a 1971 VW bus, right? Oh, I love those! So here's the rule. You can never be in a bad mood in the bus.
2: I
3: love Here, this! Here's, here's r- rule number two. Oh my God, you gotta be At Got a detail. Yacht
1: Rock concert, you can never, there's no, no possible way to be in a bad
3: mood You're ever. just happy.
1: You're just happy every that single time. Yeah. Oh my That's God, happy. I can't tell you how much this warms my heart right now. This is our just thing. T- this is t- t- everything t- I would t- actually t-
3: hope t- to hear would actually exist out there in the world. I love 63.
2: I love that song, and I love, like, I do that
3: one sometimes. I know you
2: do sometimes, I've heard, but you didn't do it at Coach House.
3: I know, it's a rarity. We throw a little rarity. But it's a mellow one,
2: I at Coach House it was a big show and I but I loved every second. I was just like I was like, you know, like, maybe if you send you emails people. or call
3: those people, yeah. say maybe just wipe out the first few seats just so people can dance, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it'll make a difference from us yet. But yeah, but the sound in there the sound in there is pretty good though. It was the lights, the great the in,
1: there. in there. Yeah. So what I happened love that was,
2: we were way over to the side, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I saw the booths, right? And we hadn't been there in years. Um, actually, the last time we had been there prior to you guys, which is what was so important, we decided to have a baby. And she's oh, 17. Yeah. Yeah, she, oh my she's god, 17, you guys!
3: Yeah. That was the last and we, time. And the, the 17 time years years, next time was ago.
2: to see you guys, which is amazing. I love hearing We saw the Bacon Brothers. We saw the Bacon Brothers at the coach house. And we were leaving, and he goes, he looks at me, he goes, I've got something I need to tell you. I'm like, what? Because when I married him, he said, no kids. He goes, I want to have a baby."
3: I love I this, you I love this, you two. So, like, so my crazy. daughter,
1: six like, he six degrees of separation. So my, so my daughter um, hates everything that I like as far as music. So I'm trying to explain the yacht rock, right? So I told her, I to, said, so watch this. Let me back up. I'm yeah. going to say. So what I do is, to, so I put on the the uh, right Like the Wind, Right. Oh, uh-huh. right. yes, ready. The answer is ready. Let's start. Ready.
3: <laughs> right? just like this right and,
1: like, and she
2: just she hates Ba-ba-bum. it and so yeah. that makes me that
3: makes
2: me do it more right yeah. just like yeah. because what good is a 17 year old daughter unless you torture her <laughs> that's
3: right that's right that's right yeah because you know what? what the joke's on her because even if she talks about her annoying father she's still talking about, <laughs> about the Yacht Rock fa- and so that's the joke's on them she's joking about her father which
2: later she'll go oh, god I remember when my dad yes and yes and, dad and
3: you know, oh my I god,
2: like, I my, all my that stuff that so loops fun. back around, it does. You know, once you
3: get older you start to look back in hindsight and you start to get that like, perspective. Well, my dad loved
2: music and that was so cool because she loves music and she loves, I mean like she went to Billie I Eilish before Billie I Eilish was Billie Eilish. She went to our observatory
1: St. Uh, Anne's We
2: sent her there when she was only 15. And so, and then Billie Eilish blew up, you know? And she's like, now I'm trying to get her tickets at the Forum, she and I, to go. And she's like, that really pisses me How much are the tickets, Mom? I'm like, 200 a pop. She's like, uh, I saw her for $50. That was resale. And I was right here. Uh, and she literally, Billie looked at me and said, I love you.
3: That is incredible, right? Because those intimate venues sometimes really, really do it. Yeah. and. You know, and you Which never is know. what's
2: cool about this. That's another reason I wanted to do this. I knew this place was small.
3: Oh
1: my God! Oh yeah! Like yeah. how yeah. fun
2: is this? Yeah. Right? yeah! Oh yeah!
1: Yeah. So you, you so the guys. the viper are, you guys I need a, to check. You guys are out. kind, need to keep kind of a hard ticket to get. In Orange County. Yeah. So you guys, because you guys are very busy at other places you guys yeah. of and stuff like that. So when this like literally I was the first one down there at the door of my little
2: Well if we can oh if we God. can get the Viper room, we'll just get a hotel. Yeah, totally. and go yeah you and go might as well. Yeah. You might as well.
3: Tomorrow we have a, a concert in the park, which we're very excited about. all the- ages show. Yeah. Which then means you get if your daughter's available. Mm-hmm. Ding, out there yeah, yeah. because what's well, so kick-ass what i love what i love and i'm always stating this to everybody it's like look you don't have to pay for a babysitter well, i'm she's 17 but yeah it's like you don't got to pay for a babysitter you bring I, i'm looking out there and i'm seeing like little six-year-olds like totally dancing and i'm like holy cow just god, the
2: love of music oh my just god
3: the love and Where, then the parents get they they to really out. appreciate yes, it uh more park yeah. Arroyo- well if you uh, go to our uh, website yeah, yali It'll show down there, it'll lead you to it, and I think it's free. I think it's free. So it's out day. Or is it? And maybe it's like seven. I don't know. Don't ask me. But I would say go to the website. You, you, guys, you guys just so, some
1: kick ass agent too, yeah?
3: Yeah, we got. Oh, this is so funny. We got Jim lens from TKO. Then we got Andy Gould from Spectacle Entertainment. Lens and Spectacle. Talk about Secretes in the Universe. Lens and Spectacle.
2: That's awesome.
3: As soon as I noticed that, I'm like, guys, check this out. We wear lenses. We wear spectacles. So <laughs> now we got lenses. At a normal
2: month, you're working what? You guys 15, are working a
1: ton, Fifteen shows.
3: At least, ish. at least twice a month, and then we're surprised by some private shows, which it might be four days in a row. Well, I
2: was looking for you guys over Veterans Day because my one of my dearest, oldest friends is coming in from Minnesota. We were praying that and you guys. And I was were praying, and here. I oh. couldn't find you guys. So we did find something. Till one at odds. I think it's playing somewhere, but we're thinking, okay, maybe something will come up because we were looking oh. for you guys. I, t- I was talking to, about you to my girlfriend. And Thank she's coming you. To, And she's a veteran, and it's her weekend, right? So that I would love be her so kick ass. So I'm like, I want to so bring you to them, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. She's oh like, my I don't god! Care. Like, well, I'd love okay. to
3: believe that our new guys that are that are on our side. So we had a great meeting with them the other night. Did you see on our Instagram or any of that craziness in the I, social networks? I saw that you had a new meeting uh, with your agent. Um, so we yeah, so we had a meeting with the Andy Gould from Spect- yeah. Spectacle Entertainment, and uh, we were talking about oh my god, how fun would that be? Is if you know we're at this point we've seen so many crazy things that have happened that now. And I've always been there. I've always been there. And they'd be like, well, you know, and they try to dumb it down. Like, well, let's not get excited. And I'm like, look, I'm just, I'm not trying to sell you on the idea. I'm predicting the future. I'm telling you this is already happening in the future. So as we see, like last night at Viper Room, um, okay, so Baba Booey, Baba Booey plays bass. He's a huge Howard Stern fan. And there's that guy, Baba Booey, on there. Baba right. Booey no, wait, was why? at the Viper Room last night. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, my
2: God. Who he, he named
3: himself after. He was in the crowd. I mean, if you look at the stats, you roll the dice on that, and you no. go, okay, what are the, what's the lottery, you know, one billion to trillion or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So the fact that he, that happened was, like, just beautiful. So it's, like, ideally, these are, like, going into their brains where they're going, okay a lot of like very cosmic stuff is happening to us that we need to pay attention to so at this point let's just keep dreaming huge so it was beautiful with Andy uh, Gould from Spectacle or Entertainment. Or he goes, I like it, you know, maybe someday we'll play in the Hollywood Bowl. I said, okay. yes, Andy, yes. of course we'll play in the Hollywood Bowl. And Carnegie Hall. You know, it's like, why it's, not? It's,
2: it's coming. It's uh, coming.
1: Playing it's the Viper so
3: Room is just as possible as Carnegie Hall. So, why not? So, so, because your demographic
1: is so huge right now. So, so, yeah, all
3: ages so, is crazy. So, so we're,
1: we're in, our, in our early 50s, I'm but beautiful. all that music, it just hits. It just oh, so many memories. So many memories. Uh, mm-hmm. memories. Yes. right
2: yeah for sure for
1: so sure. You're,
3: you're the keyboard player yeah and then sometimes guitar so I'm not sure okay. if I play guitar at night or not sometimes we get that, that, that uh, set list last minute so it's rally. always a fun surprise so he's yeah. ready
2: to rally yeah.
3: yeah and then sometimes he's like he gives us a little so sign to like okay we're gonna Pass up that song, just go to the next song.
2: Then.
3: Nice. So we're gonna, like, it. We're
1: gonna hit Pablo <laughs> Cruz,
2: Love will find
1: a I'm gonna plant that, that seed
3: in their brain. I will plant so that seed in their see
2: brain. If you want to see this out. guy go ape shit <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> you. And what's your name? Stony name? Shores, Shores,
3: baby. Stony Shores, <laughs> baby. Stony Shores, I'm, <laughs>
2: I'm <laughs> Sherry I'm Ramsey.
3: Sherry so Ramsey, I love it.
2: I love to meet you, Ken. Ken. I love it. I'm a high school teacher, so it's so nice to just get a relaxation night and let you guys take me away. We live literally around the corner. Yeah, we do. That's what Oh, great about this no we uber we it's a little it's like a mile and a half i ain't walking home mile and a half
3: buzz but the fact you live so close it's is just so, so cool yeah unexpected yeah,
2: yeah. great did you meant be? to be
3: so you found out about this and then got the tickets yeah so, so, so he was
2: he was stalking you after um, i love it after um, after we went yeah. to coach house i just yeah. was hounding him thank light, you light so i'm like perfect When you two are, are such high
3: vibrating creatures you know it's, it's so good <laughs> You must have so much fun sharing your stories with each other. Like, oh, honey, this. We're is... We're either this like this or we're like this
2: because we are so. I'm a
3: relatively low vibrating creature. She's
2: very vibrating.
3: Yeah. But Preacher you pre- <laughs> but you yeah, appreciate but the synchronicities on each other. Oh, yet. totally. That to me is yeah, the language yeah. of just the pure source, you know. I know, I know so it's you. like the more the more we dive yeah. into that, and then you, and then you yeah, share those sure. stories with each other, and no, you no, go, no, oh my no, god, no, honey, this was this crazy idea that popped in my brain, and this was the synchronicity involved. And, and then all of a sudden you go, What? I came across that same kind of revelation, and now there's another synchronicity that was born out of it that was never anticipated. Had you not shared that with me, or had you not shared that with me? Oh, I love that stuff. I mean, this whole interaction. Like you said, her thing was, I didn't even, this was a thing. Was a thing right? Buckle up. This is a thing. Buckle up. up. You're going to love it. This is a thing and I want to be in oh my God. <laughs> Because that's the thing Is that we want to have This experience With everyone And we want to bring The amphitheater uh, Concert vibe To No matter how big The stage Or small it just it just I love it He's got so many Lights up there And she's so My girlfriend Has
2: her
1: salad
3: put the fridge Oh 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 Downstairs so I go downstairs. Oh, I oh it,
1: get it. And then I didn't see it's you. I'm sorry. Oh, oh that's so okay. To her. So oh, yeah. I tell her
3: downstairs.
1: Yes, Diane. Okay. No,
3: oh, yeah, yeah. But there, it's in a so refrigerator kid, downstairs. She's, she knows where you're Oh, gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. We'll see you. you. can wait to thank watch it. Pleasure talking to you. Thank, you. thank you. Wow, that was so crazy. That was so crazy to, have, to meet these folks. Wow, you heard it. You heard it here, folks. You heard it. You heard it. Man, that's, a, that's incredible. Time is now 12 o'clock p.m. Today is October 7th, Monday. Monday. We're heading up to, to my uh, K-Chung radio show. Today is 1 o'clock to 2 p.m. Which is a perfect time for anybody who has lunch break during that time to tune in. You know some folks, uh, they, they have issues with Monday, they just don't like Monday, so I made sure that this radio show appears on Monday, for those who hate Monday, from 1 o'clock to 2 p.m., because I feel okay, that's, you know, that's a long break right there, and anyone who happens to hate Monday can just tune in to information that they're not used to hearing. So, uh, I believe Nicholas is back, going to be our station manager today. Man, I got to tell you, I'm obsessed with the TV show. Wait, hold on, I got to find it here. Uh, the next stop it's called is Vermont, La, Casa, Santa station. La Casa de Papel. And in America, it's called Money Heist. It's on Netflix, and it's in Spanish. However, you can, you know, you could all, you've got all kinds of options. You can look at subtitles and all kinds of different languages and whatnot. You can even switch it so you hear English uh, voices over it. And it doesn't lose a thing. It's, it's really good. The voice acting is phenomenal. The voice acting is phenomenal. All the little nuances, man. It's just great. So... Uh, what first got me interested in it was, of course, I was on that app Wish, and I saw that they had these Salvador Dali masks, and that intrigued me because Sevador Dali is my my favorite painter. In fact, he's the very first painter I ever heard of growing up. My cousins, are my cousins passing. were the ones who got me interested in in Salvador Dali, and so since it, since an early age, I suppose one could say that I've been a surrealist, and once I saw that they were selling these Salvador Dali masks on Wish, I immediately ordered seven of them, not realizing,
1: not realizing that
3: there are seven, uh, seven people are involved with the heist. And I don't want to give anything away, I would say, Check it out! I cannot believe that they got all these seasons. They got—they're they got, up to three, I think, right now. And hopefully they'll be cranking out more. So I saw that mask, and then I, and and then that on that same page there was a T-shirt that said Bella Chow on it, and it had it had that mask, you know, on it. And I was like, okay, let me order this shirt. I might not know what it is, but let me get it. And then. waiting in the mail for the for the mask and the t-shirt masks and the t-shirt to arrive. uh that's when kapow was going on 13th through the 19th and it was interesting because during that time and you can you, you know what you can actually hear i have um i think three episodes maybe four three or maybe four episodes of about an hour each that were taken at the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, the interviews clear. that I had with these people. The are and in that first episode, you can even listen to it. It's on Spotify, Anchor, all, all those places you can hear it. and uh, Which is however you're listening to this right now. And in that episode, in that first episode... I have an interview with these two, two girls, the co-organizers, like the only co-organizers of this festival called Not Film Festival. And it takes place in Italy. So it was their third year. They're telling me that it was their third year. It's very successful. People love going out there. And the reason why they were out at our film festival was because they were there to see this movie called Last Call which, which uh, played out there. And they they love this movie. And the cool thing about Last Call is that it's a split-screen. I think I might have mentioned this. It's a split-screen movie, so it's all in one take. The whole movie's in one take. The entire movie. Uh, in addition to that, it's split-screen, so there are two things happening simultaneously. All oh, it was. And... They were so excited to come out and meet the actors because some of the actors were not able to make it out to the Not Film Festival, however, the director was. And the producer. So it's just really cool to be able to talk to these girls about their film festival.
1: Because once I started,
3: uh, after I started Kapow, I, I really didn't, you know, I hadn't talked to any other co-organizers, so it was pretty cool to talk shop about that kind of thing. And we joked about the idea of having a support group where we all or <laughs> we all get together and uh, all these film festival co-organizers get together and talk about stuff. So I what was it? I brought up to them Bella Chow. Because Bella Chow is the name of a song that's that's uh, played in this T V show. Uh, Money Heist. And so <coughs> Was it somehow I think I brought it up to him because uh, I found out it was a TV show because on Wish and I was looking up the mask and then I saw the t-shirt and the t-shirt of Bella Chow on it so then I I went online and I'm like okay what is this all about except for a Dobby mask Bella Chow and then that led me to YouTube and then I and I, I saw oh wow that's okay, so kick because these these uh, people are People are doing the money it's heist. they're all wearing stuff with masks in. with red jumpsuits and which is great because it's reminiscent of the anonymous stuff and it's also reminiscent of the Mr. Robot stuff. so it's just so cool, so cool. So I started talking with these ladies about it and they absolutely love the show. They couldn't say enough great stuff. and so then finally, once I got the t-shirt mail, once I got the masks in the mail, I just then finally went on to Netflix and said, okay, what's this all about? And man, I became immediately hooked to this show. I can't stop thinking about it. When I'm out and about, I want to just be home watching it. It's really, really cool. It's really, 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 really really cool. For anyone who loves um, like the mastermind kind of stuff, Because the guy who puts the whole thing together, is kind of like a chess player, so he's always, you know, who knows how many moves ahead of of the cops. And just when you think they've gotten bailed out of something, all of a sudden another thing happens, another stuck back, stuck back in it. So it's cool, you know, it's a a roller coaster. Just takes you all over, corkscrews up and down, all kinds of stuff. So I really would like to see this thing go for many, 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 many seasons. Because it's supposed to, basically, there's a 12-day span. So that's the whole idea, is that they... They, you know, they, they plan on making the heights for 12 days. Uh, but what's crazy is, you know, they'll put the date on, or the uh, time and the dates and whatnot, let's say like 52 hours into the heist, 60 hours into the heist, so basically, as you're watching all this stuff, you're thinking it's taking place over the span of who knows how many days, but really, it's, it's happened in such a short amount of time, it's crazy. It's interesting how you can mess with time like that, especially when you think about that idea of time as being relative. So you can't. So you can have a character that's experiencing time in a different fashion, in a much different way than other characters would. So you can really play with that idea, and then on top of that, there's the there's the there's the time frame that the audience themselves is experiencing. So it's a, it's this really interesting loop-de-loop kind of thing. For Twin Peaks season three, there's a lot of that stuff going on. <laughs> and they would lead you to believe that this particular scene happened a day after this, or that happened the day after that. But really, sometimes a scene would happen, even if it was three episodes later, and it basically, you know, there'd be a scene and you go, oh, okay, this happened. But, you know, hours after that particular episode or whatever, So it's just, just so intriguing. So so intriguing. How you can mess with time like that, mess with the brains of the audiences. It's always a blast to see. It's always a blast to see that that those kind of shenanigans unfold. I am very happy to be back in the studio. Um, I need to bring the. Uh, chung microphones that we used for Kapow during the interviews. During the interviews,
1: um, aboard the Metro Red Line. This which was really, you know, really cool the that they let us borrow
3: that. The original idea, of course, was to stream live. That was cool. In fact, you could see those interviews that we had on Facebook. We had those happening on Facebook, which was great. What I'd like to do is re-download those videos from the kapow page, because what happened was those first, or that first day, mm-hmm. the camera was actually, um, not in, no, it was in portrait mode instead of landscape mode, so the way that that showed up on the screen was si- a sideways kind of thing, somehow, um, so, what, what I like where? to do is just know that, re-upload that to you, the, the Kabow YouTube channel and allow people to to really really check that out um what else, oh yeah, so okay, so yeah, like as previously stated, there are probably about I think three more Kabow episodes coming out, I still have lots of um, great interview material that I had um with Blythe Baines that I still need to release I've still got great material that um, I need to release from me, 311 Cruise and great material that I still need to release from uh, Spencer McCall so just remind me of that there's just some great stuff there that needs to be released and heard um There's also an interview that I conducted with Nicole Alicia Xavier on Venice Beach that I guess none of you will ever hear. It was an hour long. And uh, she just said it was too windy, but man, I love the ambiance. I gotta tell you, there's something about it, you know, there's something charming about it. You got the ambience, you got the wind blowing, you got the people talking, you got the birds squawking, you got the bicycles squeaking, you got the skateboarders, you know, clickety-clacking. There's something to that. something to that. There's a charm. And once that's dialed into and it's understood, what's going on there? Wow. It could be dynamite, you yeah? know? So, if you want to be a part... you want to be, oh, look at that. We're about to get off here. Um, If you want to be a part of the podcast and or (coughs) the radio show, please, please uh, send me an email, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Send me an email there. You can also call me, call, leave a message, voicemail 562, or no. Five six. Here we go. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine er. Five six one two zero three nine one seven nine er. That's the official theme song for the uh, <laughs> for the hotline. All right, that's all for now. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you, by the way, Richard Wilson and the Mad Shelley production team for that extraordinary intro to the show uh also what you heard um at the at the top there was some interviews with what yachtly crew likes to call croupies so uh we had a private gig out in huntington beach (coughs) a few days ago for the uh wildlife we had a um charity out there i interviewed some of these folks Seeing out the crew. Also, what you're going to hear here is Spencer McCall just uh, inspired me because I talked about it in that last segment. There, uh, it inspired me to put a put a piece of the um, <clears throat> Spencer McCall interview that I did with him. And so I thought I'd throw that in there for you. And uh, after this, then I'll answer man-behind-the-machines man behind the machines question about us being in a simulator.
0: I, I grew up Jewish. I hated uh, going to temple, and I kind of abandoned... Um, I, I kind of... I, I had a misplaced moment where... Um, and this was in college, and I think this is true for a lot of people, where I, I misplaced uh, the hatred I had for the organization with the the, not spirituality or or theology of it, but with um, some of the rituals that went along with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just because just because like I don't like going to church doesn't mean I can't enjoy Christmas or whatever Mm -hmm. or Easter, you know? And, but but for a little while, and I think this is true with a lot of people who like fall out of um, the congregation that they grew up in, other because they they leave home or whatever. They have to lump a lot of that stuff in with it. Um, whether that means like I don't, I <coughs> no longer believe in any kind of higher power or anything like that. Um, oh, is it no still recording? Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I think, I think for. Some people, when they when they leave their congregation, they abandon like any form of spirituality, and they also abandon a lot of the ritual that went along with it. For instance, um, maybe because I, I married somebody who's not Jewish, but like. I can't remember the last time I celebrated Hanukkah, you know, and stuff like that. So anyway, it creates, like, a little bit of a vacuum that all of a sudden, when you find this thing that says, okay, you don't need to believe in what you believed before. You don't even need to believe in a higher power, but you need to... But you get this set of, like, rituals and this congregation. It fills this weird, like, hole in humanity where... I mean, we're all just these lonely weirdos, like, roaming around individually. So if we can figure out a way to... To congregate and have a set of practices that we all play an important role in. I think that fills a fills a void for some some people.
3: And I think too the the, the pleasure and the excitement that comes with that community aspect, the connection with others. You know, singing along with each other, putting our arms around each other, holding their hands. This 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 idea that you're you're sort of this one organism that's that's playing together, working together. And it's interesting when when that that's that's the element that is like the truest element in in those religions yeah it's the other strange icky stuff that might be you know con, you know that's built around that stuff yeah but it's like uh I like I love this aspect but uh, we can do without that stuff you know <laughs> and it sounds to me like with the land to society it was almost like like just from what I saw on the trailer it seems like it, you were attempting to build a playful utopian um, you know safe
0: area to do creative stuff well, that's interesting that you talk about, like, use the word safe, um, and I'll, I'll get to that in one second, but one, one other just quick note is, like, somebody in, in the, the film during an interview said something that I hadn't put the words to it uh, until after I spoke with her, but we all say, like, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious, her thing is, I'm religious, I'm not spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, I love... I like the wafer, I like the red wine I like the rosary beads or whatever mm-hmm. um, and I thought that that was pretty cool but the latitude was kind of interesting because we, we talk a lot about safe safe spaces in society and I'm not even entirely clear what that term means because for some people I think maybe like on the, on the right or whatever a safe space would be where they can say not PC things or whatever mm-hmm. and then maybe on the left a safe space is where everybody's allowed to be uh you know uh proud of of who they are and not be shamed in any way or something Mm -hmm. like that you can say like yes i i I have had an abortion and and you know the safe space is that you won't be judged for that or something Mm -hmm. like that um the latitude though was almost intentionally not a safe space oh (laughs) it was almost intentionally a place to like Jimmy, you out of your comfort zone. A oh, bit. gotcha! And, and mess with you, and and if you survive that process, you're good. You know, you're you're in. You're one of us. Uh, for so a lot you're of sort of challenging that, their realities with things that were happening out there. Yeah, opposed to a space where you're comfy and cozy the whole okay, time. Okay, I love it. I that love was it. Kind of That's great. Idea. But then once you get through that that turbulent, um, as we'd say, flux state, uh, then. Who are you, and where are you, and who are these people? And yeah, um, so it was it was a very strange ordeal. What was the
3: core? Uh, how long did that? How long did that? When did that start? And then, like, how long
0: was the whole? Yeah, whole thing. Um, so it, June closed in. I think it was April of 2011, and then it was in 2013 that the Latitude sprang up as a pay it forward kind of thing. So you couldn't pay to join you would just be gifted a card and told to, like, you know, go do this thing. And oh, then, cool. Hello, sir. May I have some more coffee when sure. you get the opportunity? Thanks. And then afterwards, if you enjoyed the experience, it was sort of like a exit through the gift shop thing where if you want to pay this forward, this experience forward, then you can buy a card. Oh, that cool. That, yeah, but that business model wasn't. Oh, it wasn't ultimate. working too well? Oh, boy. No. So when they tried to create, like, a membership, like, a tithing kind of thing, all uh, oh, help broke loose. Oh, well. I'll just leave it at that with, right, the, right. with the film. But um, it went, I think, yeah, it opened sometime in early 2013. Thank you, Not early 2013. say like this. Like the, the location itself? Or are you talking about the idea itself? The location. Oh, the location. Yeah. The doors opened in, I think, the spring or summer of 2013. Did you, how, did you build those houses with those pre-existing little huts? I helped build heck? those houses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, uh, man. With a really... Yeah, help build those you houses. You basically built
3: your own little village. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where the heck where, – do you know I, – I, is this village still – Yeah, like a, it's in Mendocino really yeah it's is it is it visitable i mean is it is it's like because you said it closed but like is it this closed delayed? but now
0: i think um i think they may be open for like airbnbs in the future uh probably not the too distant future oh my actually. god i would love to visit that place just to look around have you been to, to Mendocino? Medes- no, or no i never have oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty magical place it's it's like being in some fairy tale like whoa land. man oh uh, yeah, I, I, so I helped build the video installations and did some of the performance stuff, and then... Did someone just have this land, and they're like, we want you to build this thing here, or... Basically, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. It, yeah, I'll send you a link. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, yeah. How many little... I, 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 it's like six... Six little huts yeah. with six little... And then there's like a... Like, what you don't see much of is there's like a bunkhouse uh, also. Is that like the main like, like,
3: temple area or sorta, something? yeah. Like? There's oh. a
0: few houses that are... I mean, it is perfectly set up location to be a cult compound, you know. Um, the difference was after... You know, and every summer they would have these... You, you'd do all of the... Experiences like in the city all throughout the year and then if you were worthy essentially you were invited up to these retreats in Mendocino where you know they were just like batshit crazy
3: astounding so were a lot of those folks members of Jijun they sort of migrated over into
0: this thing you know what not as much not really there were some but there there was a big difference a lot of there was a huge humongous difference actually a lot of the Jijun people were like when they went into the latitude it was like no no, this isn't for me. And the difference there, I think, was, it was... There were a few things to it, but I think it came down to tone. Mm. Jujun was um, a- absurd and silly and kind of funny. And, it seemed like a choose-your-own-adventure quest yeah. just mm-hmm. out there for people to... Yeah, and it was it was always a little tongue-in-cheek. Um, there was always, like, little jokes, and, and it was meant to be... There were definitely somber moments and really, like, powerful, touching moments but the latitude was supposed to be like, like, oh, like this really um, kind of somber, creepy, like, there could have been a vampire there or something right. it's just like tonally and thematically they're, they're very different even if you want to say that they both did X for people and, mm. and pushing them out of comfort zones or whatever. Were people uh, actually living there or was it just like over a weekend? Was It It how- was over a week so the retreats would happen over a weekend so oh. people would show up Friday and then they would like either leave Sunday night or Monday and sometimes they were like on long weekends so they'd be like four days or something or I think actually I think you'd arrive like on thir- when I did it I went to a couple, I would arrived Thursday, and then, you know, yeah, I gotta just show you the, the thing, I'll send you the link. Um, so was there someone
3: always living on cam- on campus, so to speak, who, like, was sort of the groundskeeper, or, uh, and then did you do it every weekend, did you do it once a month, I mean, how often was that stuff?
0: Uh, they were done once, really just once a year. Oh, oh. Um, there was kind of like some New Year's Eve stuff that happened, but... There was a groundskeeper and then Massey Burke, who's a really amazing um, uh, architect of, I mean, architect of, like, natural materials, I guess. So, like, they're all built with this weird sod and, and stuff and, and that's it. They all had, like, power running through them and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome.
0: I'll try, to, I'll try to be quiet with that. Thank you. That oh, heck, even if even if you're not, that adds to the whole charm of this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there was a groundskeeper, and then Massey lived up there for, like, a year, maybe two years or something like that. And who's Massey? Was Massey he one of the guys was, who helped create it? Uh, Massey, she was one she, of the um, the architects of, like, the huts themselves. So we'd go up oh, and wow. help build them, but she's, like, the design, the one oh, who, like, designed them. Oh, she's them. the one who, okay, gotcha, gotcha.
3: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they Wow, they're, they're that really must have been fun to to see that kind of imagination come into reality, you know, where you design the idea of this hut and
0: then, whoa, there it is. These things are livable. People are, here they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't do much for your listeners, but, um, afterwards I'll show you, um, I'll show you some of like the, the photos of that. Wow. that period And some of the retreats, but wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So you're just figuring out what now to do with the, the, uh, with what on. was a bright axiom bright axiom. Yeah. And, yeah. We're kind of just figuring out what to do next oh, with it. Um, and this was kind of true with the Institute too, like we finished it in April, and then I think everybody just kind of goes on vacation in the summer, and then in the fall like festivals kind of pick up. Hey, Inspirado, this is Man
3: Behind the Machine. What are your thoughts about simulations and artificial intelligence? Have you played a simulation such as a game recently that mimicked something in real life such as SimCity? or Heroes of Might and Magic, or some kind of role-playing game on a phone? And what are your thoughts about this being a simulation within a simulation of a multi-universe? So I'm on my way up to see Joker. I've been uh, excited about seeing this. We got perfect synchronicity right there, baby, right there. Thank
1: you so much. You're welcome.
3: You too. Uh, so I've just been following the progress of this f- uh, for, I guess, the past year or so. Isn't that crazy when you think about how fast movies come out now? <coughs> In this day and age, with all the uh, technology that we got, you can make a movie within, you know, you shoot a movie within a month, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you got your <coughs> you got your top editors on there putting it together. Uh, they got these guys called DITs these days. I'm not certain what that stands for but the uh the d i t s kind of while they're on set, you upload scenes to them along with the audio, and then they're basically kind of doing a uh, a rough cut of this thing while while you're on set, so you're kind of maximizing the efficiency of what you're doing, and uh it's a beautiful thing so I'm my up to see Joker. Now, this is my response to Man Behind the Machine about living in a simulator. Uh, there was a time, a long time ago, that I had played Sims. I think it was called Sims. I know there's Sims City, which is like you build. You build. Uh, uh, well, you build cities. And then there's Sims, where you. Kind of take these people through their daily lives, you got them cleaning the toilets going to the uh going to the work going to their jobs uh hosting parties uh taking showers uh eating buying food so there's there's a lot of plates to spin, and I think something like that could definitely be used as a good tool to teach kids how to be uh, it's a really good learning tool, uh, to teach kids how to, what to do when they grow up, what things you got to think about and how much time in the day you got. So, you know, if your person doesn't have much of a social life there, you see that their, um, morale kind of starts to go down and, uh, as you work and as you make money, that it shows you, you know, when you buy food and all that kind of stuff, you buy accoutrements through throughout your house that you know shows. Okay, well, it cost X amount of dollars. Cost this. Cost that. So, it's really interesting, interesting thing. Now, when I was playing it, what was it? What was crazy was I was spending more time playing Sims and getting.
2: Hi, little puppy.
3: I was playing Sims, trying to get these people's life lives in order. And I was looking around, and I, I wasn't cleaning my own house. I wasn't taking care of my own business. So that's the interesting aspect of that. Uh, there was this... I wish I could actually reference the exact interview that I saw... There was a sort of a panel discussion. It had, uh, what's his name? Degrassi, Tyson, and a few other intellectuals were having a conversation. And one of the guys there said that they discovered everything that our theories are based on, everything that our mathematics that we use to describe. Science, uh, um, planetary systems, you know, all, all this stuff, all the stuff that they agree on. Where they go, oh, this planet's billions of light years away, all that jazz. Uh, basically, they discovered that the root of all of it, you go deep and deep and deep, and at the root of it all, all of that stuff is composed of zeros and ones. Which means we are composed of zeros and ones. Which which is really quite an interesting thing when you think about that. Because what else do you think of when you think of zeros and ones? You think of, you know, computers and whatnot. Computer, hey, computers, you know, you got zeros and ones. So, if if computers are programmed together with zeros and ones to make the language that they're making, and we are composed of zeros and ones, what that means is that we're all in a big program. And then the, you know, the ultimate sort of takeaway that they were thinking about was, that they were talking about was the fact that, you know what, it's possible that we are in a simulator. So, of course, um, limited human brains are trying to think, well, there's no way that they could hold all that data. What kind of computer is going to hold all that data? Well, an extraterrestrial computer, folks, an extraterrestrial computer, Just as all of those little people in The Sims video game... And it's funny, because I had frequently thought about this before I even saw that panel discussion with the intellects. I had thought about this. Okay. So, imagine. Video games. um, All these little people are programmed to feel particular things. They're programmed to act a certain way. They, you know... They're, they're, they're programmed to say little things. They're programmed to do stuff. And what's interesting is... They... Who's to say that they don't feel pain? When, let's say one of those, those games where, you know, you shoot, shoot them up. Shoot them up. Bang, bang. Uh, who's to say that... um. Okay. Uh, who's to say that they don't feel that stuff? Who's to say that they don't encounter pain uh, in those situations? So, so you take that analogy. They are to us, you know, within this program. What we are to something else that's putting us together. So they think that they're real. All these little people, they're walking around, they think they're real. They think that this is their life. This is what's going on. They probably think that they're material or whatever their definition is of that. Physical. Whatever their definition is of that. And then... That same thing for us. So it's really quite an interesting thing when you think about it. When you really uh, play around with that idea... It's really quite intriguing. So I do believe we're in a simulator, and we can program ourselves. We can program what's going on. I've, I've, I've made programs basically to have babies stop crying while I was on a subway. I used a technique called EFT, emotional freedom technique. If you look that up on YouTube, you'll see all kinds of stuff. EFT, F for Frank, T for triceratops. So, I use that to um, sort of dial in a program of sorts to, to get babies to stop crying on subways. It was all mental. So, if that's the case, what else is possible, you know? I mean, I recently went to the doctor because I was coughing up a storm. <laughs> and uh, why couldn't I simply program the virus out of me so to speak you know it's one thing that you'd think for sure for sure you'd be able to use those powers I mean when you think about the monks who are up there in the Appalachian or the uh, yeah is it the Appalachian Mountains and uh, they're up there and they're just you know they're in sort of like a cloth thing and it's snowing up there and they and they and they sit down in the snow, they meditate, and next thing you know, there's this whole circle around them of just dryness. They've been able to just concentrate, meditate so much, that all of a sudden, everything around them is dry. That's I mean, it's like those videos you see where these people are able to hammer nails into their arms and stuff, and they don't bleed. And so, yeah, I think we're in a simulator of sorts. And I'm very curious to see what I can do more, I need to start meditating, uh, what I can do more to, to help that along. So we'll talk more later. Actually, you know what? I think this is the end of the podcast. So thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto.